1: Still really good friends with so many of the participants, but, uh, no, I was one of the relationship experts on that show, uh, back in seasons four and five. And, but, you know, it's an interesting question, even in, in terms of signing up as an expert, because my whole thing was I've been doing TV for the last 10 years. I started out, I'm a New Jersey girl, I started out doing local television back ten years ago, and I fell in love with television. I love TV. I was able to be on Good Morning America last week and promote my book and talk about it. And it was the first time back in studio in a year and a half, and I can't even tell you the excite. I was a kid on Christmas, and you had my like dream present under under the tree, and that's how I felt on television. But when I started doing TV, I eventually, I got the attention of an agent and started working with them. And they started sending me things that just didn't resonate with me. There were times where, especially as a relationship expert or as a host, they want you to kind of stir pots or needle into relationships. And my whole thing was always, what's the next, Thing for me. This is not going to be my forever. So how does this affect me in the long run? How does this impact me? How does this impact who I am and my mission here? And this is probably even before I really became firmly rooted in my mission and who I am, but it still had enough where I knew if it didn't sit right. And so I was offered a lot of gigs that I turned down and then Married at First Sight came along and they kind of won me because they started off with, we watched your TEDx and we loved your message and we want to bring this to the cast. And at the time it was on A E. So Married at First Sight is currently on Lifetime. It was on A E at the time and it was definitely more docu-style And they gave me carte blanche. Actually, one of my friends, Paul Brunson, is doing it in the UK right now. And I talked to him before he signed up and we kind of went through everything. And I said, listen, if you have control over access and you have control over your message, it's a beautiful place to be. And I, I have no regrets of my time there because I was able to help people really engage in their relationships in a different way. And yes, it is reality television. And yes, it can be very scandalous and very dramatic, but my, my heart was always in the right place. And my heart was always in the love. And I always believe that there's no one that you can't love if you know their story. And there's also a lot of effort that is needed in relationships. And if you're willing to put in the effort, oftentimes we can overcome a lot of the challenges. So, that's the long answer to. I didn't marry anyone, Glenn. I would never do that. Um, <laughs> but I did enjoy it. Well, you know, you're um, you're
2: you're you're a
0: unique,
2: amazing human, and you you know, I, I had to ask because you know, it wouldn't surprise me if you married someone at first sight because you're you're a person who takes some risks and takes some challenges. I mean, you hid. A child for years from your co workers,
0: (laughs) right? That I did.
2: (laughs) You know, so I had to figure now that I got you, I can we can dig in a little bit. So let's let's we're we're walking backwards, and I like taking the journey this way, and then we can bring it back around to where you are. So as we continue to walk backwards a little bit, you said you've been in television for 10 years, and obviously a a relation expert at the at this point and have been for quite a while prior to that though you were a uh you were you were you were a lawyer right and so how do you go from working your tail off because i know that it is ridiculously difficult passing the bar getting into a firm all of those things and so how do you go like how do you let go of who you were and step into this new space talk to us about that
1: Oh my gosh, that's such a good question. And for anybody who wants the story about hiding the child that is fully in the book, because I, I think I needed to dive into that one very, very much further. But, uh, you know, it's one of those things that I, I said this in a room the other day, where if I, if I have something that it feels almost like someone's standing on my chest. I feel like I have to put it out into the universe and whether that's a conversation or a project or something that just feels like you can't ignore it. And that's what happened here. I I was, I was a lawyer and I'd always been very entrepreneurial. I'd been uh, working with uh, companies for, for quite some time at that point I had started, I mean, from, I'm talking, I had a candy store at the bottom of my driveway when I was growing up, not, a lemonade stand i had a candy store i actually named a candy plus and people used to knock on my parents door to come and buy things because i wasn't open at the time so i always had this entrepreneurial spirit and so i was a lawyer and loved being a lawyer i actually had a really good time with it and i was lucky enough to land eventually once i i found my right fit and a firm that really got me but came up with this concept and started getting a lot of engagement with this concept for a dating related company. And this is pre-apps and pre-everything. Uh, I think online existed, but it wasn't really a huge deal. And so I ran with it. I felt like this was absolutely something that I needed to be involved with. And we ended up getting uh, you know, financial recognition of it. We were able to raise almost $2 million very quickly. And did this startup. It became my thing. And I put everything into it and it failed. It absolutely failed, but it didn't fail me. And it failed me into what I'm doing now because it put me in front of, it put me on TV. That was what that that company did. And it wasn't intentional. I had never done TV before in my life. And all of a sudden I had this startup where everyone is calling to do an interview. Oprah called. It was the last season of Oprah. I still have a a picture of her caller ID. And I just remember falling to my knees and like, oh, my gosh, how what? What world am I living in? And so I followed it down, and there were so many steps along the process, and I know we don't have we don't have all day for me, but uh, there were so many steps along the way where I went from running this company and then doing television and then being asked to become the face of the company and become a brand in my own right, and I fell into where I'm at and I say fell, but I feel like I was placed, and I was put in this position, and it just felt like I couldn't not do it. And I just kept going and I kept doing television and I kept getting asked to do coaching and things that I had no idea what they meant before. Uh, I thought that coaches, you know, dealt with athletic things and I am not an athletic person. I was like, you do not watch me <laughs> coaching you in anything. I have no idea what I'm doing. And so it, I realized that there was this whole other world out there. And I eventually uh, transitioned into more so focusing on the people rather than the product. And that's what really led me down this road. And I've been doing it for 10 years now, went back and got another degree. I now have a master's in psychology because I really love to learn and I love people and I love to understand. And, and so that is kind of this, this, you know, tumbleweed way that I showed up where I am, but it really started with, I couldn't not do it. I felt it on, I felt it on my heart. It was one of those conversations, you know, that I have to have with someone, but it's not just a conversation. It's, it's this, this way of being that has to exist.
2: Yeah, I love that. And I can totally identify, uh, you know, with that, right? Like, if there's that thing that is just bothering you, and you don't even know why it's so heavy on you, I think that really the only way to, like, you have to respond to that, right? Like, I was, I just felt like the internet, social media was filled with so much division and violence and blah 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 and it was like man glenn this is really bothering you and if it's bothering you so much do something about it right like and that's where rising ground came from it's like i'm just going to create a little space i'm going to create a little space and when you step into that it's uh it's an anointing right when you step into that uh then then the the universe kind of starts to move around and so you've recently were on good morning america you've done tedx talks you've been on many 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 different uh television shows and 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 uh you know all of those things you've spoken to thousands tens of thousands and technically with your tv shows you know, millions of people around the world and i like how you said you're really focused on the people not the product and I would love to dive into that just a little bit more because I think you and I have some synergies there, right? Like, and again, I'll refer to the show. You know, we are, we're, we've been banned from going live on Facebook. Well, okay, <laughs> that, the product doesn't matter. It's ultimately about the people that we're looking to serve and we will find a way. I mean, when Rise Ryan started, it was me in a closet by myself going one platform now we're on five different platforms right through podcasts and youtube and and and, and different ways and expanding that so how do the people in this room if maybe we're spending some time on clubhouse and we're hearing business advice and we're hearing from business experts and everybody's talking about the quality of the product that we're delivering how do we shift that mindset a little bit to make sure that we're building something that is people focused and not necessarily product or results focused
1: oh my gosh uh one that's such a brilliant question but also just a, a a brilliant way to reframe how we think about everything and it's really if you don't have a mission your product is useless if you don't have a purpose. Your product is not necessary yet, and that's where, I, I, in, even in Relatable, so I, I break things down into to three pillars, and the last one is inspire, because I don't believe that without inspire, we, we are really connecting with people. If we aren't inspired by who we are and what we're here to do and how we're looking to connect with people, then what are we doing? And for, for a lot of people, we call it our why, and there's other people that call it their because, and I call it the then what. I say, you get all this, but then what? You get all these followers, but then what? You get all these followers on Clubhouse, then what? You have these connections, then what What are you doing with it? And that's where I think the the difference becomes is when you have that core and Glenn, you have this and that's why you're able to take these things in stride because you're not focused on the numbers. I mean, obviously the numbers matter. We live in a very practical, pragmatic world. You have to focus on the numbers to an extent, but you have to focus on the heart far more than that. And that's where that then what comes in. And when you have that core figured out, then everything else falls into place. When you have that mission in front of you, everything else falls into place because you have your eye on that North Star. You have your eye on that then what? And that was always my thing. And it's interesting because when I got into the, I I was a coach for, for sometimes I don't do private coaching anymore, but when I was a coach, the big thing was always these, you know, massive launches and these, these really big group coachings and, and these massively overpriced one-on-one things. And, and I say that just from my perspective and I'm sure people have gotten value, but for me, I just never resonated and. I always focused on what is my North star? What is my purpose here? And my purpose was to reach as many people as possible and to make it as accessible as possible, which is why I wrote a book instead of keeping this a keynote because that's what I was doing. I was like, okay, the only people that are listening to this are people who can pay thousands of dollars to go in seats or pay a corporation to bring me in, but I want everybody to read this. And, and so I had that North star. And I think if you're listening to advice and you're listening to all of these these things that you can put into place in terms of the product, what is the purpose? Where is that purpose? And how do you keep that in front of you so that everything else falls away and you focus on what matters? And so that's really, I think, where you can get to the core of it. And also, maybe you don't know exactly what that North Star is, because my North Star is far, far away. Like, I can see it from from those millions of miles I was talking about before. I got that in in the, the foreground for me. But some people need to have that closer. Maybe it's steps. And maybe it's, here's my North Star for today. Here's for next week. And then eventually you can see that big umbrella of what you're looking to do and what your then what is. But sometimes you have to see it in pieces and that's okay too, but you have to have that in front of you so that you stay on track so that you don't get distracted by the BS and all the things that happen and all the drama that surrounds us. We're focused in front of us and that's that's how you really focus on your then what.
0: Jack came forward to secrecy sales by over 136%.
1: My name is Travis Flaherty. We have seen over 55% increase
0: in sales. Jeremy Downing here. We finished our month off at not even a 20% increase, but a 30% increase. Hey guys, Jean-Paul Guidry here. I've experienced massive increases of 156%, collectively 125%. My name is Kevin Strasnatter. We went an increase of 50%. 50%, we went from 50 units to 75 units. We got a 39% growth in volume. This stuff works! I'm Glenn Lundy,
2: creator of the 800% Club. The results that we've been getting out of the 800% Club are ridiculous. Everything that you just heard all happened in the first 90 days.
0: So I wanna open this up, helping more dealers across the country. We're now enrolling for 800% Club members. So
2: look, the time is now. It's time for you to protect your legacy. Head on over to 800EliteAutomotiveClub.com to learn more. That's beautiful, Rachel. I, I, I love that. And I love how you said, you know, if the purpose isn't there, the product doesn't matter. (laughs) <laughs> it might be flashing the pan, right? Like you might get a hit, you might sell a few things. You might have your, uh, you know, you might have your little candy store right there in, in front of the house where you can sell a couple of products. But if the purpose is there, it's not going to sustain. Uh, a, it's not going to sustain, um, you know, it's not going to sustain business-wise as far as serving the market, but it's also not going to sustain you, right? Right, Rachel? Like if we're just slinging slop, there's no, uh, there's no f- fulfillment in that, whereas when we can tie it into our purpose and ultimately how we're serving people, then we get that individual fulfillment that comes along with that as well. Let's dive in a little bit more on this book of yours. You talked about three pillars. You said one of those pillars is to inspire. What are the other two, and what can you tell us about them?
1: Yes. So uh, I have three pillars, which is connect, communicate, and inspire. So inspire is obviously figuring out that then what connect actually ties back to that story of where I hit my son when I was a lawyer, because I didn't feel like I could be me and I didn't feel like I could be who I really am. And, And connect is really about how do we take off that mask? How do we make sure that we can connect with people from a hard space, from a real space? Because I say this all the time. How can someone actually like you or love you if they don't know you? And so we need to connect from a place where we're showing up as the most real version of us. And yes, there are different versions of us. There is a different version of Rachel at 6.30 in the morning hanging out with Glenn than there is at 6.30 hanging out at a cocktail party. Actually, no, she might show up the same. She might just be a little bit more awake at the latter one, but there's a, a connection from that heart authentic space. And then the second one is communicate and communicate dives into a couple different areas uh, where it's really more energetic than anything. So many people can talk about communication uh, and we can talk about the words you say, and yes, they do matter, but our energetic communication, how we show up, how we stay present for people, how we how we really flex our emotional intelligence matters more than anything. So when you combine those three pillars together, you get relatability and you can connect with people in a way that can solve that loneliness problem and really help people feel like they are back in community.
2: I love that inspire, connect and communicate. Uh, incredible, incredible stuff and so needed right now, Rachel, so needed right now. Like you said earlier, we are more connected, like we're more plugged in than ever, but we're more disconnected than ever. You and I's hearts definitely beat for that. Uh, I just went on and bought two of your books, according to Amazon, I just bought the last two of your books no way it says that you are sold out of uh of the relatable book as of this moment so i am curious if anyone in this room um i see they can still get the audible they can still get the kindle uh is there anywhere else that they can go if they want an actual hard copy or are you uh are you a (laughs) a sold out bestseller here (laughs) miss rachel DiAlto?
1: This is like candy plus all over again. I got to close up shop and go back inside and hang out with my mom. (laughs) Uh, There should be everywhere else that books are sold. There's Barnes and Nobles. There's uh, books a million. And I happen to know that it is actually in Barnes and Noble stores, which is the craziest thing to me. I got a text from my friend in L.A., uh that she saw it on a shelf. I got a text from a friend in San Diego and then I went to my local one in New Jersey. So they are out there. Uh that's crazy. That's that's absolutely blowing my mind. I'm sure they will restock soon. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: I, I I I would hope so. I uh I love that though. How cool is that to wake up that's and be crazy. <laughs> out. Uh, that that's that's incredible. Hey, uh everybody in the room, this is Rachel Dialto. And if you can't uh you know if you don't if you don't grab a hard copy of her book at very very least you're going to want to connect with this human she is moving the needle she is moving the needle she is impacting lives on a massive massive scale and we all get to be a part of the uh the the journey so make sure you're following rachel connect with rachel send her a message dm her all of those things blow her up today. Uh, Let her know that you appreciate her being here and her putting in the work, the time, and the energy to help connect us all around the world through inspiration, through communication, and through connection. She's making a difference. Rachel, I am so thankful that you chose to spend this time and space here with us this morning. I wish we had more so we can continue rocking and rolling, but I do want to do one last thing before we uh, pass the mic over. And basically, what I want to do, Rachel, is I I do this on my, my Rise and Grind show often. I want to do it with you because I think it's important. Uh, I want to put you on top of the mountain, right? You're on top of a mountain and all of civilization is at the base of the mountain, right? And they're just cheering your name, right? Rachel, 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 right? And they're clapping and cheering. And here you are. And somebody walks over and they hand you a microphone and they say, hey, Rachel, you've got two minutes two minutes to drop something on all of humanity, some practical application, wisdom, something they can apply in their life today, this week, this month, this year, what are you going to tell them?
1: Stop connecting with your head and start connecting with your heart. And then I would drop the mic and leave. (laughs) I love it. I love it. But I honestly, I think if we come from a heart space, if we connect from our hearts, there is never a fight that you can't resolve. If you can connect from a heart space, there is never a conversation that you cannot have. If you connect from a heart space, there is never a friend that you cannot make. And so I would beg those people to listen to that and to take that in. And the next time you feel like that, that bubbling up is getting to the top of your head, push it down into your heart and then have a different conversation.
2: Can you all flash your mics for the one and only Rachel? Diallo.
1: Congratulations, yeah. Rachel!
2: <laughs> Congratulations, dear Rachel. That was awesome. fierce, that was I awesome, love. Rachel. I love the Excellent. mic drop right there. I love that mic drop. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Rachel, what is the best way you want people to connect with you?
1: uh instagram is probably my favorite space to live so uh that's that would be an amazing spot to connect with everyone thank you thank you thank you glenn uh, and i am so honored to be a part of your space and this platform and everything that breakfast with champions is doing thank you
2: thank you rachel you're amazing hey go track this book down you cannot buy a hard cover cover on amazon yet maybe a little bit later uh, but it is everywhere books are sold go get yourself a copy of relatable how to connect with anyone anywhere even if it scares you (laughs) i love that part right there i've got a copy i'm gonna give it to my wife my wife does get fearful when it comes to connection uh, but she's one of those people you were talking about rachel where she's she doesn't have a whole lot of friends you know she doesn't have she doesn't she doesn't have a big friend circle and a lot of times it's because she's afraid to connect right and maybe she doesn't even know how to connect so i got a copy for her i suggest everybody go grab a copy and